out and there's a lot more young people in our midst than during the fall or winter months. Maybe they're in your kitchen demanding snacks like Oreo cookies or popsicles or they're in your home office demanding your attention. Maybe there's a teen knocking on your door to see if you need your lawn mowed. If they are, take them up on it and give them a tip. Maybe they're starting their first real summer job, or maybe they just graduated from high school and are packing up for college and your heart is breaking. Or maybe they just finished college and they're taking a job out of town or out of state, or maybe, gasp, they're getting married. Summer can be such a time of transition and transitions can be so bittersweet. Big events like these make us long for the days that they just wanted you to put your work aside and go jump through the sprinkler with them. If you've got littles, go jump through the sprinkler with them. I promise you, you will not regret it. Today's podcast guest has a knack for tapping into the emotions of our life, whether it's a song she's written or performed through her acting career or film production, she'll get you right in the feels as they say. Her latest musical single is so perfect for all the graduation and wedding rehearsal slideshows you'll be watching this summer. Multi-talented singer, songwriter, actor, producer, Rita Wilson is joining me today. It's been a while since she and I were able to catch up. Back when she wrote and recorded Throw Me a Party, another tearjerker, but it's her most recent single written and recorded with Emily Shackleton, I'm referring to. I Loved You First celebrates the deep and complex connection between a mother and a child. Fittingly, it was released for Mother's Day this year, and it's the very definition of bittersweet. Rita calls it a love song between mothers and sons, quoting the line of a Shel Silverstein book, and she loved a little boy very much, even more than she loved herself. I'm so looking forward to talking with Rita Wilson and getting the lowdown on all she's been up to. Let me give a shout out to a podcast sponsor that helps to bring all these incredible conversations to life. And then we'll dive right in. Made for women over 40 and formulated for mature skin, Laura Geller Beauty Products help me look and feel my best. Their Spackle Skin Perfecting Primer blurs imperfections and minimizes the appearance of fine lines while plumping and hydrating. It feels so good. I follow with the Baked Balance and Brighten Color Correcting Foundation that works beautifully as a setting powder. I also adore their marbled lipsticks that are as luscious as they are long-lasting. Some days for me it's full glam and others it's a little bit of spackle, a touch of lipstick and out the door I go. But it's always Laura Geller Beauty Products. Visit laurageller.com to find all the amazing products that fit your beauty routines. Hi, thank you so much for having me, really. Oh my God, we have so much to catch up on. So much to catch up on. So I haven't talked to you since uh, since you made me cry with the song that ripped my heart out. <laughs> Which one was that? The Don't Cry For Me song. Throw Me A Party. Oh, yes, yes. It was so sweet. 
Well, let me introduce you here before I start asking you a, a bazillion questions and catching up with me. <laughs> I love someone today is the multi-talented whirlwind. You are a whirlwind, Rita Wilson. <laughs> You're a whirlwind of sparkly joy. But don't you think most, at least in my experience from all over my journeys, I think most women are whirlwinds. Most of women us are. We are have to be. Taskers. They do a lot of things. They're incredibly creative. And um, it's just, I think it's something we're good at. I've always thought, I wish there were more female contractors because. <laughs> because houses would have better kitchens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. Get that really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> My, the house I grew up in was so tiny and my mom I, and dad, I, I don't know how they did it, but they cooked in that little tiny kitchen. And back then we didn't know this, but my mom would go to the market every day and just get what's fresh. Mm. And she was Greek. So that was what she was used to. The concept of like buying and storing or freezing just didn't compute to her. So like you would open up the refrigerator and I'd be like embarrassed when friends came over because there would be like, yogurt, a couple of cans of 7-Up so they could make their cocktail, VO and 7, at the end of the day, and feta cheese in its own sort of liquid. Liquid, which it, yeah. It's so ugly and yeah. so attractive. I mean, can you imagine a friend going, yeah, let's have some ice cream or some, you know, Coke or and something like that. And you're like, like uh, we could have some feta. Yeah, here's an olive. No. Here's an olive Here's and some, some smelly, stinky cheese. Eat this. My girlfriend, Didi, her mom was the cookie mom. Her mom bought real cookies. She bought Oreos. The cookie jar had store-bought cookies in it. And we're like, oh, this is so good. We don't have to eat those stupid homemade things like our mom. <laughs> yeah, how dare you make Greek kuroviedes? That's right. Some animal crackers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some popsicles, please, Ma. <laughs> Your kids are big now. They're grown. But were you the homemade popsicle mom? Or were you the let's go buy the box of the plastic sugar water things and just stick them in the freezer? To this day, bought the popsicles, but always, always made the birthday cakes. So I, I want to talk about music. I want to talk about your songs. But right now, I got to talk about Man Called Otto. Yes. I cried. I laughed. I cried. I'm going to be honest with you. I started watching it two or three times and I had to stop Yeah, because I lost a son to suicide. Yeah, and that opening scene, the opening five minutes, just I couldn't do it. Yeah. But somebody that I love told me, please, please watch this. I know why it's triggering you, but please, if you can, you know, go past the first part because it will enlarge your heart 10 times. And I'm like, okay, deep breath. I can do this. And I did it. And wow. Rita, it was so beautiful. And this, the simplistic way his life was transformed and his heart was healed by love imperfect, loud, yeah. noisy, yeah. obnoxious, you annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. I ain't going away, love. Yeah. Just uh, non-judgmental too. 
because culturally, I don't think she she realized that she was being that kind of, and I don't want to say intrusive, but just herself. And that in, in America, maybe we're not so used to that. You know, I grew up in a very loud Greek-Bulgarian family, so I'm, I was used to that. But for me, it was about the community that you can find if you're open to it. And that we all shut down when things happen to us that make us feel like we'll never find our way again. And sometimes it takes somebody getting you out of that comfort zone. Dragging you. Dragging you and screaming out of that comfort zone so that you're, you realize again that, you know, every day is a gift when we're alive. And, um, you know, it was important to me that that story was very, um, it was very beautiful. And also it was based on a book called A Man Called Ova. And that was a huge bestseller in the United States. But I had seen the Swedish film made from the book. And that's what inspired me to do this as an American version. And in case your audiences don't know, I produced it. And uh, luckily, the actor that I went to, Tom Hanks, was available. Was available. <laughs> he said, "Listen, babe, you're not getting you're not getting the pinata cake this year if you don't agree to do this with me." Exactly. No cake. No cake. No cake for you, baby. And our director, Mark Forster, who's just done so many things. He's done things for he he got Halle Berry an Oscar for Monsters Ball, which he directed. He directed the James Bond movie Quantum of Solace. And he did Stranger Than Fiction, that great movie with Emma Thompson and Will Ferrell. And I just loved his sensitivity and his sensibility uh, of how he handled things, uh, that there was still humor, but it was all very grounded and very real. So, and we shot it in Pittsburgh and uh, it was fantastic. I loved Pittsburgh, loved the people. The setting and the the row houses and yeah. the way Otto policed the row house I, there was just so many little nuances in it you know from <laughs> repairing the the dishwasher just so many sweet oh. little nuances the, even the cat everything was so everything you know it's um it's almost like a nod to an era that is fading you know someone who gave their life to a company and then, you know, they're kicked out because things are changing or forced to retire, let's say. People who were good with tools that could fix things. I know that people still can do that. But I, even from my mom, who used to sew and crochet, and my dad built like a whole section onto our house when we were kids. I don't know if the average person knows how to do that anymore. Do they still have shop in junior high? I mean, we used to have shop in middle school and homemaking so we would learn how to sew and cook i know it sounds crazy but there's something good in learning how to do all of that stuff i think a lot of those crafts are fading but you are very crafty like honestly i'm like please do another tiling project because <laughs> that bathroom was incredible i was following that whole process oh my god that was so much fun but i was obsessed I'd get off the air at midnight and then I would start the tile, you know, start the floor. And I wouldn't come to bed until like four o'clock in the morning. And then I've got all these kids 
my yes. husband was like, what is wrong with you? Just put tile down. Just put, go to Home Depot and get some tile. And I'm like, no. I know exactly what it is, though, Delilah. It's the quiet time. No one is going to distract you. No, not the phone, not an email, not a kid, not a husband, not a anyone. It's your quiet time. And it's also, I think when you, you do anything creative with your hands, or yeah, let's just say, or even for, it can be sometimes just driving, you're doing something with your hands, but that's when my mind gets creative. That's when I get to listen. That's when I get to have my conversations with God. I That's when I feel it's good time, you know? So it's hard to say no to that, even though you know you should be sleeping. So when you're writing a song, do you write it or do you let God just write through you? I know that's a weird question. No, I, it's, um, I always call it miraculous because you go into the room, you're writing with somebody, and this song at that moment does not exist. And through the conversation and through the ideas, through the creative process, I don't know how it happens, but it does happen. But you give birth to the song. Yeah. Once I said, I don't know if I told you this before, uh, but I've said songwriting is like this because I co-write. You walk into the room, fall in love with a complete stranger, make beautiful musical intercourse and give birth to a gorgeous song baby. (laughs) So I loved you first. I knew you first. I was the first love in your life and you were the the ultimate love in mine. Right. How long did it take to birth that song? Well, my co-writer, Emily Shackleton, had uh, approached me about singing it with her. And the version that she had and gave me was already the concept, but it was written when her newborn was six weeks old. And it felt very much like you were singing it to a little, little baby. And having grown sons, one who's married to who are single, I said, would you be open to thinking about it in a way that is for an older child too, an older son? And she was like, yeah. So um, rewrote some stuff, sent it back to her. And we just, it all moved pretty quickly. And we recorded the song and got it out for Mother's Day. But in case you're your listeners haven't heard it yet. It's really a song that you write as a mother to your son as he's getting married or as he's starting his life because you, I mean, I still remember to this day the moment of childbirth, the moment they first put that baby on on your chest and in your arms and the overwhelming sense of love that you have is just enormous and It's sort of like, that will never go away. That will never go away. You will always sit. I remember my my one son, Chet, when he got his first tattoo, I cried so badly because I thought, I've bathed you. I have held every inch of that skin. Every inch of that body and that skin. And it's just, it was just you know, one of those things. And then you realize, yeah, you got to let go. 
they have their lives and they're adults and they can do what they want to do. And you have to let go. And you know a lot about letting go. I suck at it, though. I've never let go of anything that didn't have claw marks. (laughs) No! (laughs) And then I, I do the how can I orchestrate things so that I don't really have to let go. You know, like they'll go to college down the street. Yeah, that's it. That's that's good. Yeah. And they're like, "Uh, no, ma, that's that's not the. And you know what? It's it has been this year, Rita, that I'm talking to my sister, that I realize how horrific I was to my mother to not understand that when when I flew the nest, because I flew pretty fast, pretty hard, pretty far. I mean, I wasn't that far away, but I was emotionally. Right. And I didn't even realize how that ripped her guts out. Here I am, you know, at this age in life going, she's been gone for almost 30 years. Wow. Going, Ma, I'm so sorry. If we're going to get older, at least we got to get something in return. And it's called <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> you know, um, I think that you can only realize that at a certain point in your life. I was cold-blooded, like, you know, it was the 70s, baby, and the 80s, and I had things to do. Yeah, I'm out. There are discos to go to. There's Kahlua and cream to drink. If you do the vodka tonic, do not finish the night with a Kahlua and cream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, the disco era, for sure. Did you have the dress, the dress that spun, the little lycra dress that spun with the disco? No. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I had a purple lycra, you know, the little circle skirt. So when I would spin on the disco floor. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was. <sighs> well, you know, it's I, I really still think growing up in that era was kind of amazing, particularly like I think the music from that time is incredible. <sighs> like, I don't know if you know, but. You, I think you would like this album. It's called Now and Forever Duets. It's my duets album that came out last September. But it's all covers of 70 songs sung as duets with Keith Urban, um, Smokey Robinson, Jackson Brown, Elvis Costello, Vince Gill, Josh Groban. Um, You know, it, it goes on, on and on. But it's all those songs that we love and grew up with. And all duets envisioned as duets because those songs weren't sung as duets. Willie Nelson and I do um, Slip Sliding Away. And there's something like super poignant about hearing Willie Nelson sing, the nearer your destination, the more you're slip sliding away. However, I think if anybody is going to break the sound barrier of living forever, it's Willie. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely Willie. I actually was telling there's a young couple that lives on my property that both are very musical. And so we have bonfires in the backyard and they have my young kids out there and the, you know, they'll sing. And, um, and I said to them the other night, I feel so bad for you kids. And they're like, why? I said, you missed the era of the best music. And I was talking about that album, those songs, that magical place in time where there was an innocence even though some of our songs were a little naughty they were there was an innocence i think like that era of music was kind of coming out of 
the 60s where we had writers like Carol King, but they were writing for other people. They were writing for groups. And then there was this emergence of the singer-songwriter, and you had Joni Mitchell, Carol King, Stevie Nicks, Carly Simon. Linda Ronstadt didn't write that much, but she was an amazing interpreter. You had Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Jackson Brown, Neil Young, all of these people, and they were telling their own personal stories. And that is, I think, what we related to so much is like, wow, they're saying what I'm thinking. And it felt very real and very intimate. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The older I get, you know, the wisdom comes. One thing I realized, I was listening to some great music the other day, and in my mind, if it's a great song, it's gospel. When a song resonates in your soul like that, yeah, it's gospel to me. It's like, you can't yeah. refute this. You can't argue no. this. That's a fact. Yeah, like slip sliding away. That is gospel. That is yeah. wisdom. That is a whole sermon wrapped up in a three and a half minute song. 
That's right. That's right. That's what I love about songwriting um, is the storytelling is how are you going to tell this in three and a half minutes? To condense down the truth. Yes. About loving a baby first and loving them with every fiber of your being and knowing you would trade places with them in a yeah. heartbeat. There's something bad that happens. Yeah. And being able to tell that in a three or four minute song. Yeah. That's your gift. That's your magic is being able to to preach the truth of love, to condense it down till it's just pure. It's pure. I think that what you went through is maybe the hardest thing a parent can ever go through. And you have handled it with enormous grace. And um, I think you've probably inspired so many people who may have been not able to get out of despair. And I know that it it, it, it doesn't ever go away, but I know that it is, it's there and you've accepted and you live with it. I don't know if you have read anything by Pauline Boss and she writes about ambiguous grief. Yep. And ambiguous loss. And that concept is, you know, we all think that we should have closure. There is no closure. There is no closure. I'm glad that people are talking about that and recognizing it. One of yeah. the sweetest gifts I got after losing my first son, Sammy, was somebody saying, it was Jill that told me, the hole doesn't get any smaller, but your life will grow around it. Your life will expand around it. Right now, all there is is the hole. Right. There's no room for anything else. That's a beautiful, beautiful way to look, to see it and to understand. Yeah. It, you know, it's also like, I remember after 9-11, we were all questioning, like, how could something that evil happen? How could something that bad happen? How could that occur? And people were asking, where's God? Where's God in all of this? Like, you know, how could if you pray to God? How did God let this happen? And... I read a, a piece by a rabbi in the New York Times, and he said, you know, evil exists in the world just like anything, but where you find God is in the aftermath, in the actions of people, in the love, in the kindness, and how people come together and they unite in this goodness. And that's where you have to look for it. Because if you stay in that other world, you're going to just lose your mind be stuck and you'll be lose your mind you'll be on a hamster wheel of grief and pain and so rita you had a song come out a couple of weeks ago right yes and every woman needs a little black dress exactly it's called little black dress i wrote it with Lori mckenna and phil barton Lori mckenna is an incredible songwriter um she has her own albums but she has written just hit after hit won grammys and i had this idea about a little black dress because what's more universal than a little black dress but it was really about like when you clothes have memories to me i can look at something i wore and remember exactly where it was who i was with what we talked about it's like this weird time capsule so i thought what if you took a little black dress and put some memories to it so that's what it's really about and are they your memories? 
is there truth in here? Is there are they your memories? Are we going to discover? Well, no, not yes. In some ways, yes. I mean, all songs are truthful, and all songs are they come from your own sort of. Like, were you wearing a little black dress the night that you and Tom fell in love? No, I wasn't. But uh, there was a design. I had a little black dress by this Parisian designer. She was American, but she moved to Paris. And she used to design for Elizabeth Taylor. Her name was Vicky Teal. And Vicky Teal, she said to me once when I was buying a little black dress, she said, whenever Elizabeth Taylor wants to close the deal she comes to me and i design her a little black dress because her dresses were just like they take advantage of the female form let's say and she was a work of art and she was a work of art so i i love little black dresses i still do now they're a little bit looser (laughs) 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 but um But no, there was truth in it in that, you know, these little black dresses can be alluring. And, and, you know, we took the song into a place that was sort of like, all right. So this couple, they meet, she's got the hot little black dress on and flash forward. Now they're married. They have kids. They have a house. And, you know, she's trying to put that little black dress on and it's a little tight, but he's uh, there's a line in the song that i love he still sees her like he did that first night and she still believes him even if the dress don't fit just right and that i love it's that to me it's about love so it is about you and tom i still see you that way you know you still look like that girl i met you know very sweet I was wearing sweats when my husband fell in love with me. We worked out at the same gym. That's how we met. He never saw me with makeup on for six months. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. It it was because I had a dog, a yellow lab, and I only owned black workout clothes. So not only did I not have any makeup on or a little black dress, I was covered in white dog hair uh, (laughs) every time I would go to the gym. What was interesting is you weren't really lifting a... Uh, a barbell, but you were lifting lint rollers. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's a that's a funny scene in my head now. Oh god. So where where would you like to go in a little black dress that you've never had a chance to go to? Because you've traveled all over the world. I mean, you were where were you oh. in Spain when COVID hit? No, Australia. Shut down in Australia. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, where would I like to go? The little black dress. Or maybe someplace you've been and, and would like to revisit again in a little black dress. You know, when I think of a little black dress, I really think of Paris. It's just like that kind of romantic thing. I see myself getting dressed in a beautiful Parisian hotel room and go walking to a a little bistro down the street, you know, just something very, I see the street lights that are lit. Maybe there's a little bit of a mist on the ground, like post rain. So it's reflecting, the lights are reflecting. I don't know, it just feels like that. Little table setting outside. Yeah, yeah. You cross your legs and you're wearing the little black dress and you have to kind of scooch it down. Exactly like Uh this. Yeah, yeah, I see it, (laughs) I see it. 
<laughs> oh, fun. We're getting to know Rita Wilson a little better today and hearing about the many, many projects she's been involved with recently and what's been going on in her life. I am so grateful to my podcast sponsors for helping to make this happen. In warmer weather, try Bigelow Botanicals cold water infusions. Carefully crafted with beautiful ingredients that include real fruit and herbs, they're steeped in cold water for a lightly infused, refreshing botanical thirst quencher. Flavors include blackberry, raspberry, hibiscus, and strawberry lemon orange blossom. Best of all, there are zero calories, caffeine, or anything artificial. Find Bigelow Teas at your favorite store or at BigelowTea.com. That's BigelowTea.com. B-I-G-E-L-O-W-T-E-A dot com. Welcome back to Love Someone, Rita. So what are you doing this summer? Anything like, are, are you planning a trip? Are you having, I want to have grandma camp where I can have some of my grandkids oh, come and do just so crafts for fun. a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that'd be great. Uh, Well, so I did CMA Fest and um, the Bluebird. And, you know, to me, when you get to perform live, it's it's like taking a vacation. I really, really love it. Uh, We also have um, Asteroid City. That is the new Wes Anderson movie that uh, I'm in, as well as Tom and a cast of thousands, I would say. Scarlett Johansson and Jason Schwartzman, uh, Brian Cranston, Tilda Swinton, it, it goes on and on, Margot Robbie. So uh, we had uh, the premiere for that. That's super fun. And then we always take time out. We'll do a family trip somewhere with everybody. So we'll do that and just relax. You know, there's, uh, I don't know if it'll be done by then, but right now, currently, there's a writer's strike. So we can't really work as actors. Uh, I'll still do some writing, but I'm I'm just also going to make sure that it's good family time. Well, have a blessed, wonderful, restful. Take a break. Like you said, you'd take a family vacation. Do you ever not? Do you not work? Do you just? Yeah, I am literally that concept, which I would like to call a sabbatical which is what people do is they take three months off or, you know, it came out of teachers for every seven years of work, they would get one year of sabbatical so that they could go out into the world and take in so that they could bring these new ideas and and new interesting facts and stories to their classrooms. And I, I feel like as creative people, we have to do that sometimes. You can't always just be in the output mode. You have to have quiet time where you just are out there absorbing and taking it in. And so, yeah, I definitely will do that. Road trip. Road trip. Nothing better. We should do a road trip together someday. Oh, my I would, God. I would do it. We could be like Gail and Oprah. We could be like Thelma and Louise, only not do that last scene. The last scene for us, for me, would be driving through and in and out. Rita Wilson, I love you, love you, love you. Please love give my love to Thank your you. hubby and your family, and we will catch up soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Really great seeing you. Bye. Bye-bye.
Rita Wilson has been involved in a non-stop flurry of projects. Her star-studded album, Rita Wilson, Now and Forever Duets. Her collaboration with superstars Sebastian Yatra on Till Your Home and Emily Shackleton on I Loved You First. Her new production company, Artistic Films, and a recent appearance at the June CMA Fest. Name just a few of the irons she's had in the fire. Oh, and she's in the new Wes Anderson film. We talked about that, Asteroid City 2. There's got to be at least a dozen more projects you're going to find out she's involved with. That's just who Rita is. Crazy talented, crazy busy, a fierce family mama, a devoted life partner to her husband, Tom Hanks, and the kind, genuine friend you all got to know a little better today. Whatever she's doing, it's worth your time and probably a box or two of tissues. If you haven't done so already, watch A Man Called Otto, the American film adaptation of a book from a favorite author, Frederick Backman. Download all of Rita's latest music and get out to see Asteroid City. Keep up with Rita by visiting her official webpage, RitaWilson.com. Follow her on social media and get out and enjoy your summer. Jump through a sprinkler. Take a few minutes to yourself with a tall glass of iced tea. Connect with friends at a barbecue. Spend a hot summer evening in an air-conditioned movie theater. Listen to great music and make some homemade popsicles. I'll keep you company every evening on the radio, and I will continue to encourage you every day to slow down and love someone. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 